And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Dunks presented by the NBA. That's game. I'm Lee Ellis in the big chair today, joined by the big bearded one, Trey Kirby. Hey yo! Hey yo! And of course, you know, Big JD is here making the big magic happen. Hello. How are you, JD? <laughs> I'm great. How are you? Just a three-man weave here today. Uh, yeah, so it's a little bit different. We're in the off-season. We're mixing it up a little bit. And uh, today, we're going to pop open some old packs of cards. Now, I'll start with the bad news, JD. Probably going to need you to participate in this one, so uh, you're going to have to you're going to have to concentrate. Okay, you can't just be sitting on Instagram or Twitter for this entire show. Okay, because it's just me and Trey. Um, but look, for anyone who uh, isn't familiar with how this works, I've got a ton of old basketball cards here, like just a ton of old cards covering basically the '90s decade. And uh, these ones I actually got I, I, last summer during the sort of lockdown there. You know, I started popping open these packs on Instagram Live and I started getting a few guests. You know, George Carl came on, Xavier McDaniel, Kenny Anson, Daryl Morey, Ariel Hawani. And I started getting confident, so I started buying all these packs of cards <laughs> off eBay, spending a couple of hundred bucks. My wife, yeah, yeah, we, she doesn't quite know exactly how much I spent, but <laughs> I thought I was going to start getting some guys. Like I've got Alonzo Morning, I've got a T-shirt of Alonzo Morning for the Miami Heat. Uh, so look, and look, I did have some success as far as getting responses from other players and then they either just, uh, ghosted me or it just didn't happen. (laughs) So I've got all these packs here and what I'm going to do again, I'll just, uh, I'll let you choose actually Trey, which pay, which pack you want to open here. I'll give you the uh, list of them. I'll give you some clues. 
and then you can see if you can uh, identify who the player is and hopefully you've got a story as well that you can maybe relate to us about it and JD if you've got any stories you can relate as well that would be fantastic <laughs> oh god yeah um, all my 90s uh, basketball <laughs> stories let me dig deep for those I like right, to just well, imagine that during the entire pandemic the, the last year Roxy is going out to the mail every day <laughs> finding a new pack of old basketball cards and a jersey t-shirt you're like I don't know I gotta yeah. get stockpiled here yeah. just in case things go the right way yeah. instead you're having me on for the first time since mm-hmm. April of 2020 mate I don't know if yeah. I still got it around well, here well yeah I mean uh, that's a thing I, I think I probably uh, turned my back on you guys there really because I started with Skeety and Tass and yourself and JD. I had Matty O on, I think, at one point as well. Did I have Matty O? I can't remember in the end. But then once I got a few bites, I was like, oh, I don't need these guys anymore. Forget about them. Big fish, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Trey. Well, I've got 91, 92 upper decks here. I've got 94, uh, 95, 96 flares. I've got okay. 92, 93 flares. Uh, I've got a tops 92, 93 as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I've got a upper deck 97, 98. That's definitely Ooh. right in your wheelhouse uh, right there. And then I've got a Tops 94, 95. And I've also got some Skybox, probably 1990. I think those ones are. Yep. Uh, and I've got some hoops here as well from <laughs> oh 1991. <laughs> so uh, pockets you know, are deep. <laughs> they an are. embarrassment they are. of riches. Look at this. Um, you know, seeing those, and I recently went back and looked at the thumbnails. I feel like we've opened a lot of Skybox. Yeah. Uh, a lot of early upper decks. So that 97, 98, I don't think we've done very many of those. Got MJ on the outside of the packaging. I'm ready for that one, Lee. All right. That's good because, yeah, they, I think someone sent these ones to me as well. That was the other nice. thing. A few people sent in some. So uh, whoever it was, I, whereas I forgot, but thank you um, because it's finally getting some good use today. So, yeah, 97, 98 Upper Deck Series 1 basketball card. Uh, and they've got game-dated cards to relive the moment. And uh, look for NBA game-worn jersey cards. Oh, That'd be a nice pull. Um, And look, I'm just looking at this through our streaming platform here. That looks like a sealed pack. I don't Uh, think you've preloaded this pack to get the best stories out of here. This one's actually mint condition. Yeah, look, a few people people got uh, caught onto that. That, Look, I I wasn't juicing the packs per se. I was just having a few substitutions ready. Because, (laughs) look, when you have Ralph Sampson or James Worthy on there, you want to hear the stories. Like, you know, like, like, for example, Ralph Sampson... I pulled a Del Curry card. Ralph Sampson told me Del Curry tried to date one of Ralph Sampson's sisters. I mean, that's that's the sort of stuff you want to find. Steph Curry might not have existed if that had worked out. So uh, it didn't, but it does. So, Or he could have been seven feet tall. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Imagine, <laughs> yeah. imagine Steph Curry was 7'2 on top of everything else that he could do. Yeah. All right. Well, good. Good. I've got a great one here because this guy... Uh, classic 1990s guy. Got, uh, uh, got a great name. In fact... In fact, I'm going to go to JD first on this one because mm. this guy had a very iconic moment in the dunk contest that we reenacted. Uh, I think Trey reenacted it in our very first uh, dunk contest there in New Orleans because of what this guy did. He won the dunk contest uh, mm. the year that he did. I believe it was 1992 from yeah. the Phoenix Suns, and his name yeah. is an alliteration, so he has the same initial for his first name and his last name. Anything there, JD? Anything? 
I'm thinking Sons. I'm thinking uh, I know Barkley. I know right. Steve Nash. I know Sean Marion. But these are uh, it's just Sean Marion. Uh, yeah. Well. Well. Yeah. yeah. Well, a little bit later. Later. Bit, yeah. later. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This guy's yeah. this this guy's last name I believe trans translates to onion or onions. Wow. Really. I believe oh. so. so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he almost said it. I yeah. know it's Cedric Sabalos. Cedric Sabalos. Ah, yeah, Saboya nice is words. onion in Spanish. So, uh, JD, anything now? Recognize it now at all? With oh, that, I, re- uh, I recognize the name. I don't remember the dunk. What, which dunk was that? He the blindfold dunk. Blindfold dunk. Oh, yeah. okay. Trey kind of like walked towards it there, found the found the backboard, and then uh, and then threw down the dunk. So oh, well, uh, here I was thinking that was a Trey Kirby original. No. My, my mind is blown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't quite blow the minds of the judges, if I'm not mistaken. The walk up and find the rim wasn't yeah. quite as impressive as Sabalos doing it from the other side of the court. Uh, I think the people have said he can see though, right? He can at least see I think so, yeah. down his nose to see where he was taken off from. I mean, the fact that yeah, the fact that he was running towards the hoop and got it <laughs> spot on tells yeah. me that yeah, it probably wasn't Something as blindfolded. Was yeah. All right, one for one, Trey Kirby, and we uh, wow, this is a great card here because this guy, I don't think a lot of people remember this guy's first team because he was there, I think, two seasons, but he was much more well known for his uh, second team that he played on. I believe he was a six-time All-Star. Um, and in fact, if you've been uh, watching any Netflix documentaries lately, you'll probably see this guy because he features prominently. Mm. Runner uh, test? No, but you're on the you're in the right area there, JD. You're in so the right this area. is this maybe is a rookie card. I'm thinking here. I believe it would be a rookie card. Yes. Got a Jermaine yes. O'Neal. Oh, Portland Trailblazers Jermaine yeah. O'Neal. Nice yeah. one. Yeah, he was uh, straight out of high school, I believe, um, Jermaine O'Neal. And, uh, yeah, became the youngest player in NBA history at the age of 18 years, one month, and 22 days when he made his career, so, uh, when he made his uh, debut there. So, uh, Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah, that's a good one. They just had too many good players on the Blazers at that time for him to get some, uh, some minutes as a... I guess I didn't realize he was the youngest guy in the league at the time, but I mean, yep. like they would have eventually had like Sheed, Scotty Pippen, Arvidas Sabonis, you know, and this guy's what, 18 years old? Yep. Yep. Different I game back then. I don't if he uh, got traded or, or just signed as a free agent. They probably traded there to Indiana, but. Uh, Dale yeah, Davis, a, maybe? Maybe was part that of the trade? Dale yeah. Davis trade? Yeah. Could be. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Next one. Good one. Good one. This guy, because. Uh, Known as a shot blocker. I think the first thing you think of with this guy is a shot blocker. Um, I think he made an all-star game, one all-star game in 2000, I think he was, for the uh, Philadelphia 76ers, I believe he's on that team. Um, bounced around a few teams, was a Hawk, was a Sixer. He's a Piston right now. I think he ended his career mm. as, a, as a Laker. He's a piston uh, right now, you said? Well, he's a piston in 97, but this this guy, if he was on the Cosby Show, had uh, was the cool big <laughs> cool big brother on the, uh, on the on the Cosby Show. Uh, Remember who that was? Theo Ratliff. There you go. Theo, Theo Ratliff. Ratliff. Oh, in yeah. the teal uniform. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you thought Theo Huxtable was cool? Interesting. Uh, he was pretty cool, wasn't he? I guess I he mean, was cool. You know, um, what was his name in real life? Uh, he, he's not. I'm thinking oh. of. Um, I'm thinking of different strokes. It's not Todd Bridges. It was no, uh, that's uh, that's Willis from from different strokes. Yeah. Um, 
I have no idea what it. Well, I, could, I suppose I could Google Malcolm it. Jamal Warner. That's it. Was that his name? Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. Theo Ratliff. Ratliff. You're right. A one-time All-Star. Yeah. Two-time uh, defensive team. Not bad. Theo Ratliff. Yeah. He, that was a guy. That was a a notable name early in the trade machine days. Right? Oh like, yeah. Oh, the Theo Ratliff contract. That was a classic. And uh, in fantasy basketball, again, even in those 2001, 2002 years, he was still hanging around. You could pick him up off the waiver wise. If he played for a week, he could almost win you the blocks category alone. He was just really good at that. I remember uh, a couple of times having him there, but he was always injured. He was always out for like three weeks at a time. So wasn't a long-term investment, but if you could get sneaky and, uh, and just get him for one of those good weeks, it was really valuable. <laughs> Says he led the league in blocks three times. I don't know if I yeah. would have guessed that. Hmm. I'm not t- totally surprised, I, I guess, by that. Um, okay. We've got an interesting card here because it's uh, it's called uh, Mates. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is a Shane okay. Hill, Luke Longley card yeah. or something? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's called it's, it's Mates and it's cut out really weird, but it's only one guy. So um, maybe this guy didn't have any mates. But um, this guy is, is a big time 90s superstar. Because uh, he was huge in the 90s, and then he ended the 90s as being huge for a different reason. Uh, a legend, though, yeah. We saw him on a, one of these cards earlier, perhaps. Sean Kemp? Sean Kemp, great nice. pull there. What yeah. a pull, holy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, yeah, this is a weird card. I, I wonder was... if it fits together like a jigsaw, ah, like if there's a mate. Uh, like it's a probably team. the other one says team. Teammate. Ah, yeah. yes, yes. Now we got to track down the Gary Payton. Surely yeah. that's a Gary Payton on the other side of this somehow. You would think so. You would think so. Yeah. It's like a uh, best friends forever necklace. Yeah. Me and you, what do you think, Lee? You got a Gary Payton thrown around your neck. I'll have the Sean Kemp. <laughs> be yeah. Cool. And remember the old the Sonics poster I used to have, the Buds with uh, Derek McKee and all the Collins. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We got that one there. From uh, Buds to Mates. Yeah. It's, uh, in the background that's a here, strange we've got. One. Yeah, we've got De- uh, Vinny Del Negro, we've got Sean Elliott and Detlef Shrimp on there as well. So, uh, okay, good. Yeah, that's right, J.D. I think that is right. You would slot them yeah. together and you would have uh, the dynamic duo out of Seattle. Okay, wow. I can't believe this because uh, we've just gotten one of those buds from the Seattle Supersonics poster. Though he's not playing for the Sonics, he's playing for the Sacramento Kings at this point. And he's not the young player out of the uh, out of that Bud's poster. <laughs> got to be Olden Polynes. Oh yeah, what a great name, old Olden Polynes we've got there. There he is. Oh look, so his name is Odin or Olden? Olden, Olden, like Olden yeah. times. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Uh, good sort of. What I remember him, defensive player, good rebounder, good shot blocker, sort of a high energy guy, a bit like a JYD out there. Uh, not a great sort of score or shoot of the ball, but a hustle player, energy player. Um, that's what I remember about him. And uh, yeah, there you go. Olden Polynese. Yeah. Was he ever the big O? Did they ever call him that? I don't know. I mean, 6'11", his name yeah. starts with O. I guess on basketball reference, they have him listed as OP as his nickname. Yeah. The big O was already taken already. But Olden Polynese, that's a name you'll never forget. No. I didn't ever, I mean... Until I saw that poster you had, Lee, I wouldn't have thought of him as a Seattle Supersonics bud. He's a king to me. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember him being so jexed, to be quite honest. Maybe <laughs> uh, he's got a little bit of Alonzo Mourning there. Well, one of the first games I ever saw, it was 89 playoffs, and he came off the bench for the Sonics, and he was just all energy and all hype. 
Uh, so that that's why he sort of and he wore number twenty three for the Sonics too. That's why I uh, that's why I remember him there. Uh, bounced around a fair bit. Also, didn't know this. Uh, born in Haiti, so uh, hmm. I think Samuel Dallenbeer is the only other Haitian-born oh. player we've had in the NBA. Maybe maybe there's another one out there, but uh, old Polynes, yeah. Good one. Nice. Old and nice. Uh, okay. Oh, good. We've got a bull here. Who is it? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, this guy. Now, I, I don't want to give it away too easily, but... Uh, Michael Jordan. Be- <laughs> this guy would have been... Um, Matt Austin would have loved to have say this say this guy's name because he, his name is a pun for a little club that he Matt <laughs> liked to be in in the, uh, in the starter's office there. How does that? Uh... Oh, wow! What a hint! Oh, this is a tough one. A name that Maddie O would love to say. Yeah, because it was your seven ninety eight. Yeah, you were part of a you were part of a group. Uh, I'm, I'm, the thing is, if I give, if I say one more word, it just gives it away too easily. But it was like uh, it became a, a tradition, a daily thing. Uh, if you were having a meeting, say... Oh, the would... clatch. Coffee clatch? That's uh, right. Clatch. Clatch, clatch McCluskey? No, not... Is that a guy? But you're thinking you're thinking <laughs> of the wrong part of the clatch. Mm. Oh, coffee. Oh. Paul you Coffee. Jason no, Caffey? <laughs> Jason Caffey? Oh, man. Wow. What a, what a reach for coffee clatch. <laughs> Incredible. Know. <laughs> you could just know if Matt was listening right now and he heard Jason Caffey, he would say, oh, what was his favorite, you know, tradition, the Caffey Clatch, you know? So, uh... <laughs> yeah, Jason Caffey, I remember he was supposed to be like the best dunker on the Bulls. Right. That was the cool thing about him was, uh, you know, just a very athletic, strong guy uh, to come off the bench and just dunk for a while. What? I guess he probably got a couple of championships uh, yeah. playing there. He was there 95 through 97, traded during the 98 season here uh, to Golden State. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I, I don't really remember him on that third team. Definitely on the 95-96 team, but uh, yeah, so he snuck in for a couple there. I think he went to the Milwaukee Bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he played there, but uh, yeah, one of those guys, one of those bench guys who just uh, was in the right place at the right time in the right era to play with Michael and uh, and pick up a couple of championships. That's the way you got to do it. That's exactly right. Just run the court. They'll pass it to you. Throw yep. it down every once in a while. Yep. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right. Oh, okay. Now, JD, I'm going to go to you on this one as well. Okay. okay? All right. Because this guy was a Toronto Raptor. I, 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 well, you probably, I mean, Trey probably doesn't think of this guy first as a Raptor, but he made an all-star game as a Toronto Raptor. 
Hmm. And he was also in a dunk contest, which is crazy when you think about it, because this guy, you know, good, solid, tough guy, but not a not a sort of athletic uh, highlight reel dunker. Hmm. Um, These basketball hints are going to do me no good <laughs> okay, for then. that okay, for then. that time that time frame. There's no way. <laughs> okay, then. Well, I'll try to. Oh, this guy, when he was, uh, he asked to be traded, and he was traded. Uh, I think he went to the Chicago Bulls and then he actually came back to the Raptors. But when he was traded, part of the reason he wanted to be traded was because he didn't like the schooling system in Canada. And he mm. also said, I believe, that he couldn't get ESPN, the proper ESPN. Oh, well. In mm. Canada. Well, that's Chris Bosh, but that's way too late. Uh, not Chris Bosh. He, uh, he, I, I think this, this guy was the same sort of thing, though. He was like, hmm. he, he was really good for Toronto, actually. Like, he was very well loved. Uh, especially when they made the playoffs. He was really good in those series they won against the New York Knicks and then against the yeah, Philadelphia 76ers. This, this is not helpful at all. <laughs> Give me a this... pun on his name or something. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, well, his name has already... No, it hasn't been mentioned, actually. It was the other his guy. His fake brother's name has yes. already been mentioned, if yes. I'm not mistaken yes. here. It's got to be Antonio Davis. There uh, it is, Antonio yeah. Davis. I got it. Yeah. Yeah, Pacers is what I think first. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean that was where he was. Uh, he was probably at his best. Uh, but yeah, he name. was good. He was very good for Toronto for the couple of years. He got the big contract too, the five years, sixty million after that playoff run in two thousand and one. But then, uh, yeah, things. I think he only lasted like maybe two seasons after a trade. Went to the Bulls. He may have gone to the Knicks, and then he actually got traded back to Toronto, sort of at the end of his career there. But uh, yeah. Antonio yeah, you got Davis. it. That's the exact pathway for him. I didn't realize that Antonio Davis was in a dunk contest. Yeah. <laughs> Probably knew it back when it happened, but that's kind of a tall, not super athlete to <laughs> no. be in the dunk contest. No, I mean, again, I remember him in those Raptors uniforms where he was just like a, you know, a tough guy who had a bit of a low post game, bit of a mid-range jump shot, but never do I remember him doing like even a 360 or a, yeah. you know, windmill or a, uh, you know, reverse or anything like that. But um yeah. Big what didn't he like big... about the Toronto school school system? What, what was the problem there? Well, I think it was just you know teaching Canadian history mm. and uh, Upper Canada, know. Lower Canada. Yeah, John yeah. Graves Simcoe. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was a disappointing end for a guy who uh, you know he he was a bit he did definitely become a fan favorite and then he kind of took a bit of a dump on Canada and Toronto on his way out there. But uh, you know. Hubie Brown loved him. I remember loved him because he was just a hard-working type of guy. So, you know Hubie loves that. Yep, I just did a quick Google here. Here's um, an article from CBC Sports, May 31st, 2001. The title is Davis Worried About Children's Education in Toronto. Mm. Doesn't like that they're learning the metric system. Oh. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Fair enough, no I kilometers, guess. no kilograms, no yeah. thank you. I also remember Antonio Davis like was an early going into the crowd guy. Uh, like he got in a big, oh, yeah. he got in a big um, skirmish playing with the Bulls. Like somebody was harassing his wife in That's the crowd, right. and he saw it and like went up in the stands. And that was one of the early. Uh, ooh, we got to figure out a way to not have fans and players be able to interact with each other so closely. Yeah, hey, uh, That's right. here's a cool story, bro. Uh, Education-wise, my son went to preschool with Butch Carter's son back in the day, back in the, when he was in preschool. End wow. of story. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, <laughs> nice. hold, on he- hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Hold on. <laughs> cool story, bro. <laughs> he wasn't the kid who used to drive around with the road rage on the little uh, tr- toy you know, trike bikes, uh, did he? <laughs> it is very possible that it is because we never got a name. So let's just let's just assign it to Butch's kid, and uh, and that will be the legend moving forward. <laughs> CJD, this is why Lee's coming to you first all the time. He knew that if he plumbed deep enough, we were going to get a nice '90s basketball story yeah, out of it. Yeah. You know, JD. You know, I'm going to go to you. Again, because I think you're going to get this guy, okay? You should get this guy because he's an exceptionally well-known basketball player. We used to see him regularly around the Turner Studios, though he never came on our show, which was, Mm. like, very disappointing because I would actually love to get this guy on Pop and Packs. It would probably be a three- or four-hour show because he would just not stop talking at all. Uh, But he would be a lot of fun, and he's he's a great storyteller. In fact... I think Trey was there in the All-Star Weekend, Los Angeles maybe, where he was telling us a great story. He had the whole crowd in uh, in that room listening to him talk about how him and his friends in the summer, his friends would lower the rims down so they could dunk and get a, get mm. uh, you know the fear of what it was like to be like an NBA player and dunking on rims. Oh, uh, KG? KG. There KD. we go. Yeah. Nice there one. Yeah. That, he actually talked about lowering the rims for the celebrity game too, if I'm not mistaken. At a different All Star, right? Like he he was saying how uh, that's what they should do is just let let the celebrities live out their fantasies, put it on an eight foot rim, and just let them dunk like crazy. And yeah. uh, I agree with them a hundred percent. But yeah, it would have been. It's, I guess he never did come on the show, did he? No, nah, I don't no. think so. I, I, I don't. I think. I mean, I'm sure we asked, but it was just yeah. kind of. Uh, he just didn't want to do it. And and the funny thing was, like, I remember speaking to him a couple of times and, and he was totally, like, easy to talk to. It didn't seem like he was, um, you know, like he didn't want anything to do with us or anything like that. Like, he was great. There was yeah. one time I brought in two friends for a visit, a studio visit and KG was at the back, you know, in the, in the makeup area there, music playing as always. And he was talking and there was no one in that room and he came out and just started talking to my friends as if he knew them. And they, they it was just like, KG, who, like, you, you haven't introduced yourself or anything like You just start talking to people. And I was like, he was great like that. So, yeah. well, to be fair, he needs no introduction. I mean, yes, that's, that is true. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Who is this uh, random guy? I also do remember, though, in Los Angeles at the All Star game. I think game, you can put the card down. Now, oh, like. yes, I can. Yeah. We were, uh, we were watching the game and his wife. And two of his daughters, uh, I think, were in the room. And all of a sudden, he was this quiet guy. Like most people, when they're around their wife and their kids, they're like mm. in their shell a little bit more. I was like, wow, I've never seen KG sort of like, you know, go into his shell a bit like this. He's always sort of such a, a big, loud, you know, almost attention-seeking guy. And now all of a sudden, he's just like, no, sorry, guys. I've got the uh, got the family here, so I'm going to have to tone it down a bit. <laughs> the tender side of KG. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, we were having such a good run there. Uh, I knew no this doubt, was coming. Yeah. I knew this was coming. This no, first this guy, bad one. Yeah, this guy. Go to Trey first on this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like this guy's got just a very simple name. Very simple name. Sacramento Kings. I really don't know too much about this guy, to be honest. Uh, a big lefty out of Providence. I don't know if that helps you or not at all there, Trey. Um, Big lefty out of Providence, Rodney Rogers. No, but sort of probably uh, similar sort of game to him. Um, A big guy. He's just got a very simple name. Um, 
Uh, he's got a very simple first name, uh, Tim. Uh, no, think of Mike. more. Um, think of the greatest player of all time. His his first name, Michael. And then think of like uh, I think the ninety four first overall pick in the draft. His last name, Smith. Michael Smith. Michael there you Smith. Go. <laughs> all right. Yep. <laughs> That's just a big lefty with a standard name, Michael Smith. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping it was Michael Scott. Then I could do something with JD there, but mm. Uh, mm. nah, Michael Smith, Michael Smith. So nothing. You're Not right. Really we much had a good can... run. That was like yeah. our first role player, mm. really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good though because we got we got what we what do you got? Three cards left. Okay, we got good. Uh, okay, good, good. I think we should get these next three here because. Um, Okay, definitely this one guy was a guest on our show in Toronto in 2016 at the All-Star Weekend when we cycled through probably seven or eight guests, I think, came on during the game uh, there. Um, this guy... Uh, now, okay, we're going to JD for this one as well because he is... He's more a Charlotte Hornets legend, but he did spend time with the Raptors. Um, and he, he he's very, very, very well known, this guy, because of a physical... Right, uh, Muggsy. Muggsy, there nice. you go, Jay. Nice. You're absolutely killing it out here. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> now that you went to that Bulls game, didn't you, JD? In uh, when the when the Raptors in ninety six. Uh, I did. Yep. Muggsy wasn't on the team then, though, was he? I don't think. <laughs> Uh, I was in the 500 level, <laughs> um, <laughs> hammered. <laughs> No recollection of anybody other than uh, Michael Jordan being in the building. And that was the Sky Dome too, wasn't it? It so was the Sky Dome, yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. what I mean, 500 level. Yeah. Uh, very, yeah. very, very high up. Did not pay for the tickets. You'd be very proud of me, Lee. Mm-hmm. Got mm-hmm. it from the Molson rep. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that was it. It's like you have to drink our beer. That's the only... Uh, that, that, that's uh, the... <laughs> Exactly. And they plied me with a lot, a lot of beer. But uh, yeah. It was a good time, but yeah. uh, I was just like, can't see anything. I I said I was here, I uh, and uh, and then I left. It was it was fine. It was fine. <laughs> perfect experience. Got the story years later. That's right. That's all you need. Muggsy though, Lee. I just looked it up. This was his the beginning of his last season as oh, wow. a Charlotte Hornet. He only played two games for the Hornets. And then it looks like he was traded to the Golden State Warriors, uh, apparently to unite with Jason Caffey over there, I guess. Wow. Wow. Still incredible to me, though, like a guy five foot three uh, ended up playing, you know, probably nearly 800 games in the NBA. And, you know, I mean, my wife's five foot two and I'm like, I can't imagine her out on the court playing against guys who are just gigantic. And he was able to, you know, really make. A career out of it. I mean, it's it is incredible because, you know, like Trey in 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 our world is super tall, but in the NBA world, even you're sort of only you know just below mid size there. Yep. So for a guy, you know, a foot shorter than you to go out there and uh, and carve out that career is still just unbelievable to me. How tall is Nate Rob? I think he was listed at like five foot nine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's strikingly short, though, when you yeah. see him in real life with other basketball players. But one of the most incredibly athletic people I've ever seen, uh, we, we saw him up close at Steve Nash's uh, soccer uh, charity game. And uh, I was just blown away by just how unbelievably athletic that guy was. Uh, but still, you know, kind of on the shorter side when it, when it comes to uh, basketball players. Anyways... 
Cool story, bro. Yeah. yeah, but that is the thing I think that's pretty interesting about Muggsy is like comparatively, like compared to Nate Robinson, you don't think of Muggsy Bogues as a super athlete. Like mm-hmm. I think Nate Robinson had some NFL tryouts. I know he played college football. He obviously yeah. won the dunk contest three times. Like you're saying, JD, the guy's a super athlete. When we're walking through the crowd with Muggsy, like after that Toronto All-Star game, everybody is towering over Muggsy Bogues. And I right. mean, like... You see, even on this card, he's not like a super jacked guy. It was the 80s and 90s. He's still pretty slight. So, yeah, Lee, you nailed it. 889 career games. Super impressive for 5'3 yeah. and, you know, normal size almost. Yeah. Uh, okay, this next one, it's uh, it, it's a player card, but it's 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 called it's called Jams 97. Uh, oh, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> This guy's not James. someone I, or, uh, yeah, I, I don't automatically think of as a, as a dunker, but I do think of as a classic 90s player. Did make an all-star game around 94, I guess. Uh, first team I think of with him is the Golden State Warriors, but then he did go on to the Cleveland Cavaliers. I think the Detroit Pistons, uh, but also was famous because uh, he, Charles Oakley wanted to fight this guy because he didn't pay up his bets when they were playing cards one day. Um, you know, a big, a big guy, like about six, nine, six, ten, I think he was. I um, think this is Tyrone Hill. Oh, it is. Wow. There we go. Wow. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Tyrone Hill. Uh, um, a guy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He's a guy. And I'm just yep. reading the back of this one here. Um, and, uh, yeah, Tyrone Hill doesn't have the dunking reputation of a Michael Jordan, but he can send it down strong <laughs> over a defender. Hill is at his best on the glass. He is one of the top players in the NBA at hauling in offensive rebounds and springing straight back up for two-handed jams. Oh, it gets even okay. better. The, the Cavaliers have the luxury of having several players who like to get up off the hardwood to display their leaping ability. One of the best newcomers in the league at high-flying is Bob Sura. Sura first played his dunking style at Florida State University. Now Sura dunks on anyone who stands in his way. How? What is going on with this card? Why would they even put Tyrone Hill on this? They're like, look. This guy can barely dunk. He's no Michael Jordan, okay? But trust us, he gets offensive rebounds. He'll dunk it there. But if you're really looking for dunks, check out this other guy on his team. Why not just put Bob Sura on there? I guess we need uh, the track record of him dunking in the NBA, so they didn't want to do it yet. But very weird. There's got to be like somebody else who was known for dunks on the Cavaliers at this time. Oh, my God. What a turn of just events. Just instantly negging him. This guy sucks at dunking. He does it sometimes, but there's another guy on his team who's way better. That's a very funny card. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I just, I've got another Jams card. Oh, yeah. And I, um, and I saw the, I saw it. And they don't have their name on the front. So when I saw it, I just thought, oh, I know who this guy is. Uh, another former Turner uh, friend and colleague. Uh, but it's actually not him. He's wearing the same number as a guy who um, was very, very famous for wearing this number on this team. Uh, now, this guy, I think he just made the Hall of Fame, I believe. Oh. But it's... Uh, but hang on, I'm, I'm sort of losing track here because it's actually not that guy. This guy... <laughs> oh, my God, there's a there's a reference to Michael Smith on the back of this card. Another high riser is 6'8 forward Michael Smith. Anyway, this guy has got a great nickname because uh, he was a Raptor, JD. Okay. I don't know if that helps. Doesn't. And, um, 
and he was known. He had the three three word nickname. Uh, a really cool nickname, I think. I think this is a sort of nickname you want. Um, and I think JYD? he also no, but um, in a similar vein, like this guy was sort of known as a bit of a tough guy, bit of a you know get your nose dirty type of guy, rebounder, defender. Um, I think he also spent time with the Pistons. I think, in fact, he was, he might have even been traded for JYD. Tass would know this guy for sure because, um, yeah, he was he was a Raptor. Um, mm. Yeah, what else can I say about this guy? Um, well, this guy didn't make the Hall of Fame. This is no, another no, guy no, that no. you thought. Yeah. <laughs> this guy, <laughs> another when I guy saw, made the Hall of Fame could have been this guy. When I saw this guy's jersey and number, uh, and I thought, oh, okay, that's that guy. But it's not him. It's the guy who must have worn it before uh, this guy came along. Um, now, this guy, this guy ironically has the same surname as the number one pick in the NBA draft two years ago. Or is it three okay. years ago? Yeah. Anthony? Uh, no, uh, he, he was drafted. He's had two seasons in the NBA, This the, the number one pick. Uh, Williams? Williamson. Williamson. Sorry, Williamson. This is Corliss Williamson? Corliss, big nasty. Nice. Uh, yeah. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Wow. So so who are you thinking oh, it was? Who do you, Who does that look like to you, JD? Anybody? About it's like wow. Reggie through the screen, but... Um, look at the jersey and the number there. I don't know. Chris <laughs> Weber. Yeah, yeah Chris. I got, he must have been the one oh, to wear Chris, it right before Chris that Weber. That looks got like yeah. Chris Weber. Hold well, on. Well, he's number four on the Kings. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's it. And that and that and Chris Weber, you know, is, is the Kings as a team. I think about that jersey as yeah. well. I think is classic Kings. Um, but the big nasty. Yeah. Next I think season. It, yeah. I can't. I, this is amazing that we've got. Uh, Michael Smith on <laughs> uh, throwback to Michael. Two shout outs to Michael Smith. I mean, yeah, well we should have opened that jams card first. Then you would have at least had a hint for Michael Smith <laughs> yeah, rather yeah, than yeah. he's got a standard name, a yeah. high riser. Yeah. Uh, not a bad pack overall. Uh-uh. I mean, yeah. the big nasty Callis Williamson, Tyrone Hill, Muggsy Bogues, big Michael Smith. Okay. KG hall of famer. That's a good one. Antonio Davis. You know, love all star, all star, yeah, all star, all star. That's right. The Kathy Clatch. <laughs> Happy <laughs> to get a ball at least. Yeah. <laughs> Another king, old and poly niece. Oh, that's a big king's pack. Yeah, yeah. Three yeah. kings. Nice, Oof. nice, mm. nice guns on him there. Then the half teammates card there with uh, Sean Kemp. <laughs> Mates. Yeah. Uh, then we've got Theo Ratliff, big time shot blocker. Yeah. Big Theo. Uh, what else we got? Oh, here, Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah, Blazers, Jermaine O'Neal. That's a great card. Really nice. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, we started 1992 Slam Dunk winner. Was he blindfolded or not? Cedric the Big Onion, <laughs> <Yeah>. Savalos. <laughs> the Big Onion. <laughs> Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. If you're as obsessed with basketball as I am, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Hey guys, this is JJ Redick. Twice a week, I'm cooking up something special for basketball junkies on my podcast, The Old Man and the Three. I bring on guests in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, like Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash or Paulo Bencaro on his shooting workouts with Kevin Durant, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron when they were teammates in Miami. But it's not just about the player interviews. Every Monday, I break down the top three things happening around the NBA without the outlandish takes. Often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler, we dive deep into topics like rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? The Old Man of the Three is the only companion podcast you'll need during the playoffs this year. Be sure to listen to The Old Man of the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Not a bad pack, you know? Yeah. I feel like we slowed down at the end. The insert ones weren't quite uh, what the base cards were, but pretty nice. And nice yeah. to see a different looking pack. But uh, it was tough, Lee. But I got to turn the tables on you. What? Why I brought my gigantic bag <laughs> of random basketball cards. And look, there's Ronnie Cycli matching your Heat jersey. Uh, this is going to be tougher because you're okay. usually the popper. Right. Uh, your oh. guest is the poppy. Mm. <laughs> but today, wow. I'm Tsunami Poppy. Uh, I'll pull a few of these cards up. Could be anything. Okay. I'm seeing some Skybox 92 in here, some 91. I know I've pulled some hoops out of here. We'll do a few of these. We'll see what you get. Okay, go great. I'll do, what, I'll do what I can, Lee, but okay. I'm not going to yeah, be much help that's here. That's right. Okay, <laughs> okay. Nope, not this guy. Not a fan. Not a fan. Okay. This is a good card. This mm. is a, a man. He's not known for this team, though. He did win a major award on this team. You okay. hear him on the broadcast from the beginning of season until the very last game of the season. And that's the only hint I want to give you. Okay, okay. So so he won an award for a team that he wasn't really known for. Right, right. This uh, this appears to be a 91-92 hoops card. Okay. You hear and him on it... broadcasts, and he will broadcast the very last game of the season. Oh, Mark Jackson. That's right. Mark yeah. Jackson on the yeah. Knicks. Oh, I yeah. I think of him mm. certainly as a pacer first for me, Mark Jackson. But he was Rookie of the Year, right? He Lee? was. That's right. Rookie of the Year in 1988, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mark Jackson. Nice one. There's a wow. classic uh, card out there. I'm not sure what brand it is where, where Mark Jackson's in it. And in the background are those two kids who apparently murdered their parents. The Menendez, uh, brothers. Menendez brothers. That's right, yeah. They're like wow. sitting courtside behind his rookie card or something. It's very, I think they cashed in on weird. their parents' uh, life insurance and <laughs> splashed out on uh, front row tickets there at uh, Madison Square Garden. Wow, so, so that was post-murder. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Hit up eBay. Yep. All right, here we go. Oh, this is great. This is a great card. This is a 90-91 Skybox, uh, an iconic player from an iconic team in the early 90s. We pulled his card earlier today. 
Oh, I'm thinking Charlotte Hornets. That's uh, right. Muggsy. That's right. Yeah. Another Muggsy Bogues. <laughs> or as he's known on the front of this card, Tyrone Bogues. Mm. On the back, you get the little Muggsy in cursive. Oh, yeah. You guys yeah. want to tell our same Muggsy Bogues stories all over yeah. again? Well, listen, <laughs> what I will say there, in the background of that picture is number 42, which I believe is Mike Jaminski. And Charles Barkley says he was the best teammate he ever played with. <laughs> Charles okay, Barkley, cool. Charles nice. Barkley played with uh, Dr. J and Mo Cheeks and Moses Malone, but Mike Jaminski was the Jaminski, uh, best number team. one. <laughs> there we go. Two Muggsies on one oh, screen. Nice. That's not bad. Nice. Going back into the bag here. Deep in my bag. Okay, this is... Okay, this is an upper deck card. Looks like a 94-95 upper deck card. Um, this is a lefty player who is beloved amongst NBA fans of the 1990s. Uh, Skeets, I know, has this jersey that I'm oh, seeing on uh, this card. Van Exley? Yeah, that's right, uh, Van JD. Exel, Nick yes. Van Exel. Van Exel, Van Exel, yeah. Van Exel. He, lately as well, on uh, Instagram, there's been so many throwbacks to him on those Lakers uh, games sure. days where he would do some incredible passes when he had Shaq and Kobe uh, out there. He was the All-Star in 97 as well The um, when they had four All-Stars. It was uh, those two, uh, Van Exel and uh, who was the fourth guy? Eddie oh, Eddie Jones. Jones. Okay. Yeah, Eddie nice. Jones, yeah. Um, do you think of him as a Laker, Nick Van Exel? <sighs> I mean, that all the Nuggets anyway. Um, yeah. I mean, he... he yeah, he certainly, he, he kind of left before the Lakers started winning those championships. Definitely. So, unfortunately, if he'd won championships, I think you, you definitely would associate him there with Lakers. But I remember he was clutch. He, he hit some, uh, put him in the cafe clutch because uh, he hit some huge shots for the Nuggets. He was awesome. I used to love him on fantasy basketball teams as well because he'd get the threes, he'd get the points, he'd get the assists. Field goal percentage wasn't always that great, but uh, yeah, he was awesome. I spoke to him in Memphis a couple of years ago for a game and... Uh, it was, it was funny because it was like he's a classic 90s guy. I mean, you think about him, uh, you know, Nick the Quick and, uh, you know, those early, those, those, I guess those mid 90s Lakers where they weren't so good, but he was, uh, he was just awesome to watch. Oh, yeah. He was like, he was just a star for NBA inside stuff, basically. Oh, it's yeah. like, you know, the Lakers were still a major deal, even though they weren't uh, at the top of uh, the NBA at the time, but they're still famous. So he's the most famous guy and had some incredible highlights. Next card, Lee. This is a, it's a tough one, I think. This is a guy known for playing for a lot of different teams. Um, and I would say that... This is the team, well, at least according to Basketball Reference, this is the team he played the longest for. Four seasons. This was early in this guy's career. It's going to be tough. He's a Cleveland Cavalier in right. this card. This looks like a 91-92 hoops card. You don't want to, if you've already got greens in your compost, you might want to add this guy. <laughs> Brown. <laughs> Uh, Chucky Brown. Chucky Brown. Wow. <laughs> Chucky Brown. Um, a couple of fun facts about Chucky Brown. He played for a bunch of teams, like I said. And now looking at the back of this card, I find that his name is Clarence. Uh. I didn't know Chucky was short for Clarence. No. And also, born on February 29th. Wow. A rare wow. leap day, baby. So wow. there you go. Chucky Brown. I believe Chucky Brown, one season, led the Memphis Grizzlies in scoring. 
I may no, maybe it's Chucky Atkins who I'm thinking mm. of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Chucky Atkins, not Chucky Brown. But yeah, yeah I think uh, two Chuckies, and they both played for quite a few teams. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's it. You got to keep chucking them around, I suppose. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, here's our first cards that are stuck together. Break them apart. Oh. There. I'm not going to give you this one. Here's Calbert Cheney. This just that bonus okay. Calbert Cheney. That one's for my buddy Grish. Calbert Cheney used to always love going forehead to forehead, just like Grish does. <laughs> this is a good one here, Lee. This is a weird card. 1994, upper deck. From looking at it, you should have 3D glasses to look at this one. One of the greatest dunkers of all time. Uh, a local legend for us here in Atlanta as well. JD, you want to you take that one or you want to? Uh, Neek? That's right. Gotta be wow. Dominique Wilkins. Yeah. Look at this. 3D Pro View. This is oh, like yeah. clearly a, a 3D card. I don't yeah. think I have a haven't seen the upper deck 3D glasses in the bag. Somehow those got lost in the past yeah. 27 oh, years. Damn, but I've, I've, I've was giving some, out 3D cards. Wow. Yeah, I've got some 3D glasses somewhere in the house here. You know, because we we bought those books that you put them on, and the kids yeah. love them. But. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't check, remember. Check thinking. under the CDs and pencils. Uh, <laughs> well, no, because now that now that uh, now that my boys are back in school, I really did get, did a good clean up here in the bedroom. Mm. So I, uh, yeah, I, 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 I should have kept all that stuff just in case. But uh, yeah, I, I cleaned it all up. <laughs> all right, JD, I'm going to come to you for this one. This is a 9091 Skybox card. The player plays for the Washington Bullets, and I think I'm going to give this hint correctly. I could be wrong. He did the score for Star Wars. John Williams? John Williams! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, I could have gone with the he has a very standard name hint, but we already had that one, so I'm happy that Star Wars composer actually came through. John Williams. Think it's a different guy, though. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, John. He also did Superman, didn't he, uh, JD? Oh, yeah. He did Superman. He did Jaws. He did uh, Jurassic Park. Close Encounters, all the all the classics. Ooh. Raiders of the Lost Ark, the hits oh, just keep on coming with John Williams, and he's still right. working. Really? I mean, well, I think so. Sure. I mean, he's a legend, obviously. Who wouldn't want a John Williams score? Yeah. Cool. All right, Lily, this one's yeah. for you. A ninety ninety one Skybox as well. This guy is an Illinois boy. Uh, he is playing for the team I would say he's most closely associated with in this card. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers. Great NBA name. Um, eventually made his way to the Chicago Bulls towards the end mm. of his career. An off-the-dribble scorer, I would say. Uh, he averaged 18.5 points a game uh, in the 89-90 season. <sighs> for Philadelphia. For Philadelphia. He was, you know, prior to Iverson getting there, he was maybe the biggest name on the team in the after Barkley years, I would say. Hmm. Uh, what else can I give you? Uh, it's not Percy Hawkins. Oh, it's Hersey Hawkins. Oh, yeah, 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 there you go. Yeah. Hersey Hawkins. Yeah. yeah. Polly. Yeah, well, I remember him, of course, as well, being on the Sonics in the, uh, uh-huh. in the 90s. Oh, the double teapot. Double nice. teapot. <laughs> Full double teapot. Hands on the small of the back style there. <laughs> Excuse me, um, called that the Roko Yukich. Yeah. <laughs> he was notorious for standing like that. Well, funny <laughs> thing about uh, Hersey Hawkins, uh, speaking of an uh, Illinois boy, is that when I had George Carl on uh, Pop and Packs, I think we pulled a Hersey Hawkins and he said he was traded for Kendall Gill, another Illinois boy. 
Uh, they needed Hersey Hawkins. They thought he's just a little bit better of a scorer than Kendall Gill was. Uh, so yeah, so there, it's all it's all linking together with the Illinois boys. Not bad, not bad. I love it. Let's uh, let's do two more cards here, okay? And then we'll call it for the bag. Okay. A lot of skybox. This this looks like not skybox. Nope, it's a skybox. Oh, this is a good one. This is also um, a Charlotte Hornet 9091 skybox. I think he may have been the first draft pick in Hornets history. Um, there is an NBA writer who shares a name with this guy, and if I'm not, and I think he's actually named after this guy. Oh, his parents were big Notre Dame fans. Yeah, I know who this one is. I don't know if JD because JD should know huh, the I reference. Know some writers, uh, yeah. Ethan Sherwood Strauss. No, I think more. Um, there's a connection. There's a connection, really, to to JD and uh, to uh, Skeets and to Trey with this gentleman because oh. they kind of. Work yeah, together. that's right. That's right. We were all working together uh, for a website for Kelly Hawaii. Dwyer. That's Kelly that's, is right. That's the writer. We've got the name for you. <laughs> Trapuca. Kelly Trapuca. No, never would have come up with that. <laughs> he, there you he, go. Tongue I, out for the free throw. Yeah, he uh, at the introductory press conference there for the Hornets, he had the big starter jacket, the Hornets, the big boofy hair. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, some big hair. Oh, yeah. He's got a real master poof right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kelly Trapuca. Was yeah, he the so, first uh, Hornets draft pick, Lee? Is that true? Uh, I don't think he was the first draft pick because I think he was in the league before the Hornets oh, started. Oh, yeah, that but, could be true. Maybe yeah, he was their first. Um, I, I can't think of who their first draft pick was in 89. Um, I mean, it wasn't obviously Larry. It wasn't uh, Alonzo. Uh, not sure who it was. But, um, but yeah, he was sort of yeah the introductory guy, the sort of – sure. Yeah. Get yeah, a guy because right. he he was Detroit a twenty Utah prior yeah. to that he was a twenty point per game man and I think that was part of the reason they wanted him in Charlotte was like a guy who can at least score uh, for those first couple of seasons when they were a bit rough. All right, last card here. Okay. Ooh, this is um an unusual one, a small school sensation. This is from the ninety one ninety two Skybox uh, set, and here's the classic hint for this guy. One of the best names in the NBA in the early 90s, and eventually he played for a team that almost sounded like his name. He's not on the team at this point right here. He's a Los Angeles Laker. You might know him as a Seattle Supersonic. Uh, oh. Uh, Sedale? Sedale. Ah, Threat. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I guess he could have been a teammate of Nick Van Axel. Were, were they on the squad together with the Lakers? Well, yeah, Threat was there in like 92. 90- to 93 and i think mm-hmm. van axel came along 93 94 so they may have crossed paths yeah. um so sadeo three interesting little story with him is uh he lives in melbourne apparently now and uh when my uh son was in hospital a couple of years ago the nurse was sadeo three's daughter uh because yeah we were we were talking uh, i don't know how we got talking about basketball it was when the raptors were playing the bucks she said are you a basketball fan and i said yeah she goes, uh, do you know anything about, you know, old players? And I'm like, oh, a little bit. She goes, have you ever heard of Sedale 3? And I'm like, of course. Yeah, former Sonic, former Lake. And she goes, oh, that's my dad. And I'm like, wow, oh, wow. Yeah. And apparently uh, someone in uh, Sedale 3 had heard it. And apparently he, he got in contact because um, he uh, he was on one of the pop and packs like this. And and he, uh, and someone put him in touch. And so I should get try to get Sedale 3 on. I'm sure he'd come on for pop and packs because... Uh, He's familiar with it, at least. So sure. there's a connection there. And if he's in Melbourne, then maybe someone who's listening knows him and uh, can put us in touch and we'll get Sadale 3 done. That would be excellent. Not a bad pull from the random bag of cards. We got Sadale 3, the small school sensation. 
Kelly Trapuca. 9091 Skybox, also 9091 Skybox here for Hersey Hawkins. Uh, legendary composer John Williams. <laughs> uh, we got a Hall of Famer, a 3D Hall of Famer in Dominique Wilkins. Wearing the Hawks jerseys that people don't really talk about that much. Nah. You hear a lot about almost every other Hawks jersey except for nah. these ones. Got another Muggsy Bogues. Got Mark Jackson with the Knicks. We got Chucky Brown. Uh, with the Cleveland Cavaliers <laughs> and Nick Van Exel. A nice oh, no. batch of 90s players for you right there. That was fun. It's always fun going down uh, memory lane there and uh, taking JD along for the ride. You actually did pretty well, JD. You uh, probably Not surprised bad. yourself there, did you? Not bad. I wish there was a, a pack of like uh, of film composers. I could probably kill that one, you know. <laughs> but uh, thank you for the John Williams hint. I appreciate that. Yeah, we're going to have to go deep on eBay, seeing if they have a composer set of cards. You know, like, they'll have, like, Yo! MTV raps. I know they did, like, a Desert Storm set years and years ago. So I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that we find some composer's cards. But that does it for another classic episode of Poppin' Packs. And we're thrilled to have everybody here along for the ride. Get your No Dunks merch at nodunks.com or Breaking Tea. Dot com slash no dunks. You can subscribe to The Athletic at theathletic.com slash no dunks to get no dunks and all the other shows on The Athletic Podcast Network totally ad free, not to mention the best sports writing in the game. Follow No Dunks on all the social media platforms you can imagine at No Dunks Inc. That's I N C. Leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. Help us bring down algae rhythm. Clipper bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. We're back soon with another classic. Keep it popping, people. 